Today's episode is brought to you by Kmart. Cause fuck Walmart, man. Welcome to class. With Teacher Nico. Let's begin. I just had an interesting thought. So, over the last few years, we've seen a lot of changes, obviously. Facebook has made a lot, a lot, a lot of changes, right? Man, I really wish I had more money to short their stock um, last month. I really wanted to short it. Man, I lost a lot of money with options. Anyways, so here's the thought. Facebook made a choice to get rid of a feature called Notes. This received zero media coverage. It really upset me because... Notes is where I first started publishing things I wrote, probably back in college or before that, probably high school. I don't know. But it was like a useful tool for people to be able to publish their own thoughts in writing. Simple as that. It could be anything. It could be a poem. It could be a story. It could be a short story. It could be a long story. It could be, you know, it could be anything. They took away that feature entirely. You can still read old notes, I believe, but you can't write a note on Facebook. You can't write on Facebook. They reduced it to a status, which is, well, you're not going to put a book in a status. You're not going to put a story, a poem, you know, You can't fit a lot. And that's not really where it goes, right? So instead, you do what? You post pictures, right? You post videos. We become more and more and more visual. We are being led to evolve to communicate without words. I don't really want to talk about why that is, because I there could be a lot of reasons, but let's just focus on the idea that if we continue to develop in a way where there's less and less written things, and it might start by simply transforming it all to digital words, which is probably the primary form almost all of us now intake information is through digital mediums. We're not reading magazines, newspapers, and books anymore. That's a huge change in the way that we've operated for hundreds of years. Now, if you were to say there was an EMP blast, for example, that engulfed the entire planet's surface, And in the blink of an eye, every electronic device was completely useless. Reduced to the value of its mere components. Now your iPhone's just a mirror. (laughs) Maybe a coaster, right? What happened to all the words? They're gone. Imagine, if you will, there have been other societies like ours before on Earth. Before the history we were taught, there were other societies, civilizations like us. 
Maybe they looked exactly like us. Maybe it was very, very similar. May have been anything. May have been all kinds of things. I think it's most likely all kinds of things. But imagine they developed a similar way where they used less and less writing. There were less and less records to be found. If we're basing advanced civilizations on artifacts that we find, which is what historians have done up to this point, we say this was the first civilization, this was the first advanced civilization, the Sumerians, and and we progress through this sequence of chronological events where societies rise and fall and they leave behind certain findable objects that give proof or at least evidence of what was going on at the time. Pottery. That's a sign of intelligence, right? Pottery is what we're basing it on. Now, people who had pottery left some stuff for us to find. People who had books left words for us to find. We have no doubt that within the last few hundred years, these people existed. These things were said. These things were thought. These things happened. It's very clear. We keep a very good history at at this current stage of our development. We keep history. We know what happens. But if we don't have any more books, well, we might be very, very, very advanced and leave no trace of it. I would argue that if civilizations tend to develop the way we have, especially when we're introduced to these technologies and we come across or discover or are given these technologies, well, we've seen how quickly people can go from never even having any idea such a technology exists to it being a part of their everyday life and that being the case in nearly every country around the world and those devices all becoming connected at once. To the extent any human being on this planet can now communicate with almost any human being on this planet. That's amazing that that's possible. And it's so amazing that books seem boring now. So why bring this up? What's the deal? What's the problem? What's what, Why, Teacher Nico? What are you talking about, man? Well, take just take that for an amazing fact. If societies advance the way we have, they will leave less and less of certain artifacts behind. That's a cool thought. And it also makes me think that it is important to keep writing. It is important to keep making books. That's why I'm going to announce something interesting that I've been thinking about doing for quite some time. My book I wrote, I don't even like it that much, but I think I'm going to give it to prisoners. I'm going to donate them to prison libraries. Why? Because I like a captive audience. (laughs) No, because I think that people in prison might really appreciate some new books. And, you know, that actually is a great audience because that's someone who might not have a lot of other distractions going on. They might be really focused, paying a lot of attention. 
And I have a lot of compassion for people in prison, even though I've never been in prison. And I don't even really know a lot of people that have been. But I know that that must be really difficult. And I know a lot of people in there aren't necessarily bad people. Maybe none of them are completely bad people. They just made choices and did things, and there were consequences for that. And that's where they find themselves. The biggest mistake we've made as a society in relation to really the way we treat one another is just punishing instead of trying to help. Using fear to deter behavior instead of actually doing something to prevent the reason they take those behaviors. I have a lot of sympathy for people who have made a mistake and are still paying for it because I've made mistakes and I do make mistakes and I will make mistakes. Thankfully, I didn't make mistakes that got me in a prison, but I have a lot of sympathy for people that did. And I know that if I was in their shoes, there's at least a chance I would have done the same thing they did. And that's probably true of all of us. So I'm going to give books away. And not only am I going to be giving people something to do, something to read, and I'll feel a little bit of peace knowing that, you know, somebody's reading something I wrote. You know, it's like, I don't need, I don't care about being famous anymore. I don't care about being rich. I don't care about any of this. But it's just, you know, it would be nice to know that someone's reading something that you wrote. That's all. So I'm going to start donating books to prisons. And you know what else is going to happen? Years from now, when they look back at the great writers of the century, guess what? There's not going to be a lot of competition because you just have everything digital now, don't you? So there's not going to be a lot of books. And if I'm giving out books, I'm leaving artifacts. I'm leaving proof that humans existed. It's game-changing when you start thinking this way. When you stop thinking in terms of start and finish and start thinking in terms of cycles, things look very different. And it's really overwhelming to think about, especially when you start to really, I think I'm starting to understand, like when you start to understand kind of the distinction there between something with a linear start and end And that it, that's being it, that's it, that little segment. And something being part of a much grander cycle that takes place over millions and millions of years. In time as we know it, it, that's what happens. Planets move, stars move, everything moves around one another in this cosmic dance. And I don't know how it works, but some people maybe do, and maybe they're going to share it with us, hopefully soon. But something with the way these planets and stars align at certain times enables some type of communication or transportation. I'm very confident in that at this point. I'm confident enough to say, I think that's probably true. Okay? In the very least. There's got to be a reason all these people were obsessed with winter and summer solstices. And there's got to be a reason beyond 
the reasons provided. There's got to be a reason. And it just makes sense to me. And I'm so curious what happens if we can reconnect with the wisdom of the past and the knowledge of the past and the technologies of the past. Because if we start thinking of it in cycles, the past is the future. Because the past was a very advanced time for a prior people. And just because something happened a long time ago doesn't mean it's not relevant. And it doesn't mean that it's not still having an impact on today. Thank you for listening. We're going to make this a brief episode. That was just a thought I'm throwing your way. Anything else I want to say before we end this one? This is going to be a quick episode. Um, Yeah, just enjoy those thoughts. And I'm proud to announce that I'm going to be giving books to prisoners. And I think that it's important that we help people the way we wish someone would help us. That's not a big favor I'm doing, sending a book. I mean, it's a favor. It is maybe a big favor compared to what you're doing. What are you doing to help prisoners? Probably exactly nothing. But if we do something nice for someone who's got it worse than us, I mean, that's a big deal to them. And if we were them, we would be so fucking happy that someone thought to do something nice for us, especially if it's a stranger, especially if they don't get anything out of it. But maybe when we do those things, it affects the future in such a way that it's like we just saved the fucking world by doing that without even knowing it. That's a deep thing that we can get into another time. But thanks for listening. Keep speaking. Keep writing. I had a friend tell me that they lo- they think they've like lost their love for the written word. And that just... I immediately, it almost tried to break my heart. But I was like, no, that's bullshit. That's not true. I know this person enough to know. No. You love the written word. But it's sad that so many people probably feel that way. People just aren't reading books anymore. And it is becoming like a lost art form. And we're not seeing a lot of innovation on that front. At least in terms of... That's a weird topic I don't want to get into. But... I think it's important that we return to these older, now they seem older, forms of communication and entertainment. I think it's very beneficial for us to continue reading books. I read, I read a book every day, not a whole book. I read like a chapter of a book basically every day. And it's different than watching movies and TV and TikTok and not that... All that stuff's not great, but there's something that's very special about a book, and it's something to discover if you haven't already, and a lot of people have yet to discover a love of reading because things have changed in such a way that it's just not as popular, and it's just not the thing being pushed in your face all the time. Whereas when you have your phone, things pop up all the time. Oh, hey, look at this. Okay. Oh, check this out. (laughs) Wasn't that fun? Like, oh, you have all these series of like, oh, that was fun, like 30 seconds I just spent. Forgettable fun. But when you invest the time to read a book, 
you accumulate an entire story. And you remember the story a way you don't remember all those fun little 30-second, few-minute things you watched or little blurbs you read and little jokes and comments. And, like, that's all great. But you need to invest the time to read a proper book. Start with some super old ones if you want. Just find a book. There's so many good books. There's so many amazing books. There's too many good books to ever read in a lifetime. But read a fucking book, for real. That's going to help the world, too. And if people keep reading, more people will start writing those things again. So, yeah, this was about books. This was about cyclical timelines. This was about advanced civilizations not leaving behind the kind of fingerprint we might expect sometimes. You could also, by that same token, imagine that a more advanced civilization might make things that easily decompose instead of stick around for long periods of time. If they aren't planning on using them anymore, they might make it so it returns to nature more easily. You know, biodegradable is what we would call some things we make with the intention of them returning to nature, so to speak, right? So there's another reason. You're not seeing a lot of stuff left behind. And hey, if they left the planet which a highly advanced species certainly might, well, they're probably going to take all their best stuff. Man, and then you throw into you throw into all this the fact that there's all these different people take power throughout history, and a lot of times they try to destroy everything that's a reminder of whatever preceded them because they want to establish this new order. And they don't want any competition. So they say, burn all the books, you know, destroy all the artifacts, get rid of everything. That happens a lot. So it's a wonder we find anything. But when we do find something, it's because someone took the time to write it. So take the time to write something, give, pay it forward <laughs> to people in the future, let them know we were here, let them know humans were here, we had a crazy life, we had these crazy things happen to us. If each of us took some type of account of our life story, I think that would be great. I think it's a useful exercise. I think it's a very helpful kind of psychological exercise to try to form a story, fictional or nonfiction, or some line you're dancing between. Like I think I'd like to maybe with some of my writing in the future. But yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Take it easy. Stay classy, planet Earth.